Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness, a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, what can you do about toxic people? Let's face it, it doesn't take much to find toxic people in the world today. All you have to do is watch the news or scroll through any social media platform and there they are. A huge proportion of the people in politics are utterly, horrifically, painfully toxic. So too are a great number of celebrities and faux celebrities and various and sundry influencers. They're everywhere. Toxic people are all around us and toxic people poison us. It is so, so easy to be overwhelmed by the toxic people in our lives because beyond the ones we have even less control over than anything because we actually have control over nobody but ourselves. But I'm talking about the people in the government, in celebrity, in other parts of the world. You have no actual connection to these particular toxic people and yet their toxicity is causing you harm. But worse than them are the people closest to you, friends, family, acquaintances, co-workers, people that you interact with on the regular or on a semi-regular basis who are toxic people. And though they may not be intentionally toxic, they may not have malice of forethought in their toxicity, but what they do is still incredibly toxic. And before you know it, you find yourself, because of their toxicity, wasting your time, doom scrolling on social media, generally feeling bad, and then wondering if anything in life is worth it. You're suddenly easily frustrated because you're being poisoned. And a great deal of that poison comes in the form of belief in lack, scarcity, and insufficiency that simply isn't true. We are constantly being shown images of a world where there is all kinds of lack and scarcity and insufficiency. And while there are some things that are in shorter supply than others, by and large, almost all the lack and scarcity that we're shown is completely artificial. It is a crock. It is not real. It was made up by somebody for the sole purpose, generally, of gaining more money. Take, for instance, diamonds. Diamonds, so incredibly valuable, except when you get right down to it, they're actually not. They have been hoarded for a very long time and controlled so that their value remains high. But they're easily synthesized, they are in far greater supply than is implied, and they're just out there. And yet, they're given this incredible value that is false because they are treated as though they lack and they are scarce, and they're just not. They are not the only product, and more than that, what's even more frustrating than something like a physical item like a diamond are emotions and feelings that we are believing are lacking or scarce or insufficient. There's not enough love to go around. Bull. There is more than enough love to go around. Love is about the most abundant thing in the entire 
universe. And that's the thing. The vast majority of what we look at in this world is not lacking, scarce, or insufficient. And yet, the toxicity of toxic people continues to poison us. And the hardest thing of all to reconcile is when the toxic people we are dealing with are our friends and family. I know they often mean well. They don't mean to be toxic, and yet they are. Constantly negative, always with a victim mindset, frequently lashing out even at their allies because it's just not perfect. They're seeking something that is just not realistic, but ideal. And rather than good enough being good enough, there is toxicity thrown at you when it's simply not. A lot of people that I've known have, over the past several years, become increasingly toxic, and distressingly so. And it's particularly upsetting because I care about these people. These are friends and family who I see being toxic and saying and doing toxic things. And I suppose you could blame the pandemic for some of it, but the truth is that the pandemic really just gave them a vehicle to express their toxic nature. And a lot of times, it's not about anything real. It's a need for validation. It is a complaint. It is expressing anger, upset, and terror, but in such a way that it infects you as well. That is why toxic people are poisonous. That's why it is like being poisoned. And there are certain people we all know that we always walk on eggshells around. Ooh, I don't want to trigger them. I don't want to set them off. I don't want to upset them. And yet, you can only walk on eggshells around someone for so long before you start cracking them. Thus, you have a choice. When it comes to dealing with toxic people, you can choose to stay, step back, or step away. And this is not an easy choice. And sometimes it's going to be a combination of all three. Now, what am I talking about here? When you're dealing with somebody toxic in your life, you have options how to deal with their toxicity and toxic behavior. First option, stay. Stick around. Stick it out. Let them be toxic. Now, this might be something you feel is important, but it might also be increasingly getting to you because often, while you have conscious awareness to choose, your subconscious is so flooded by negativity and toxic energy that you start to soak it in whether you like it or not. You have no choice if you're in a radioactive room but to start absorbing radiation unless you are somehow protected. Toxic energy and toxic people work exactly the same way. They are still going to infect you unless you are no longer present. Now, you don't have to necessarily just walk away. What you can do is take a step back. Sometimes you just need to reevaluate a situation and go, okay, okay, what am I dealing with here? Why am I dealing with this? Why am I feeling this way? How is this affecting me? And maybe it's the equivalent of taking a coffee break or going for a walk or pausing to meditate, but you take a moment to clear your mind and to be present with yourself and step back and wonder, okay, why is this impacting me? How is this impacting me? Once you've taken a step back or you've chosen to stay, you now have the third option, which is to step away. Sometimes the best thing you can do is leave a toxic person behind. This is not an easy 
choice, okay? Because especially when you're dealing with somebody you care about, stepping away from them feels like a betrayal. It feels selfish. It feels like you are not giving them a proper chance. But after X amount of time being exposed to somebody's toxicity, you have to decide, do I continue to let them give me poison with their toxin? Or do I step back and then come back to it? Or do I step away? This can take a lot of different forms, some of which are really harsh and really obvious. Breaking up with somebody, leaving a job, packing your shit and moving without giving it any notice, that kind of thing is extreme. Some of it's a lot less extreme, like quitting social media or taking a break from news and all related media or even choosing a totally different diet but making no fanfare for it, not making a big deal out of it, just doing it, taking an action to remove yourself from a toxic situation and stepping away. But no matter what the situation is, you always have a choice. You can stay, you can step back, or you can step away. And sometimes you will do all of the above. It is not selfish to desire not to be poisoned by toxic people. Because there's a really important fact we have to take into consideration here. And that is this. You can't detoxify toxic people. This is a particularly harsh reality to accept because, unfortunately, there is nothing that you can do to detoxify a toxic person. You can't get them to change their attitude. You can't get them to change their mind. You can help show them why it would behoove them to do so. You can give them examples of why it's better to have you around than have you walk away because you've had enough of them, but you can't change them and you can't make them change. All you can do is use the choices available to you to step away if somebody's toxic attitude and toxicity is getting to you and having a negative impact on you. It is in no way, shape, or form selfish of you to walk away from somebody who is toxic. There are times where even people we love have gotten so toxic that all they do is sicken us, sometimes physically, sometimes mentally, sometimes emotionally, sometimes spiritually, and worst of all, there are times it's all of the above. They have a huge negative impact on your health, wellness, and well-being, and you, and you alone, can control this. Yes, you can seek help when things start to go crazy and when things start to go wrong. But sometimes all you can do is step away. Here's an important thing. Yes, sometimes the choice for where you're going to go and what your options are is not ideal. And sometimes it just might be the lesser of an evil and it might outright suck. But you still always have a choice. And sometimes you have to take that unideal, undesirable choice and make it because it's a stepping stone to something better. Sometimes you have to step down before you start to rise up. Sometimes stepping away doesn't put you into a better situation, but it sets you up to shift to a better situation. And this is a choice you need to be cognizant of because you and you alone can control your life experience. There is nobody else in your head, heart, or soul 
but you. That means that only you know what's right for you. You alone know if toxic people around you are impacting you and how they're impacting you. And as such, you're the only one who can choose. Do I stay? Do I step back? And or do I step away? What you choose is wholly up to you, and it will in all probability impact other people in your life because friends, family, co-workers, and other people you know might see you make a change to avoid toxicity and take it personally. There is nothing you can do about that because you're not in their head, heart, and soul. You can't make them feel a certain way. You can't show them that you're stepping away from a toxic situation is for everybody's betterment. That's not something you can show anybody but yourself. What can you do about toxic people? Well, again, you can choose to stay in their presence, you can step back from them, or you can step away from them. Whatever you choose, it's your choice to make. And there is no wrong answer here, okay? Sometimes you need to make a choice to not fully walk away from the toxic people and toxic situations in your life. I have chosen in the last year to make some changes to my time on social media. I still spend way more time on Facebook than I know is healthy for me. But I chose to quit Twitter. I found my breaking point and went, nope, I am not going to support this BS anymore, and I quit because it wasn't serving me. The primary reason I haven't just quit other social media and walked away is because it serves me in very specific ways. I use it to try to expand my world and try to expand my reach when I talk about things like this, when I publish my books, when I write my blogs. Other than that, however, I'm trying very hard not to spend a great deal of time on social media because of its very toxic nature. What was created to connect us better has actually created an incredible disconnect between people. And it's so hard to see it for what it is because we're all so easily manipulated by this. Now, you might say, no, I'm not. I'm stronger than that. But unfortunately, you're not. None of us are. And that's because the people behind these things are not just insidious, but frankly, they use psychology against us. They know what it takes to get your attention. They know what fear of missing out looks like. They know what all these things are and how to play on your emotions. You, unless you are consciously aware and working from your self-awareness, are going to fall for these things. This is why I stress how self-awareness for everyone is so very important, not just for conscious reality creation, but for overall presence and presence of mind. And that is something you can use to deal with toxic people and situations where you might encounter them. Let's do this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This one is super easy, but also surprisingly challenging, and it's this. I am suggesting you take an entire day off from social media. No Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, or any of the other modes of social media you can access. From the time you wake up in the morning to you go to bed at night or wake up at night and go to bed in the morning, whatever your situation is, do not go on social media. I will tell you now that 
Messenger might not count in this respect because I know that I use Messenger to communicate with people, but I also know that sometimes people toss a lot of memes and stuff there and it's no better than social media itself. Your mileage may vary, but this is a choice to make. Why am I suggesting this? Why am I suggesting as an applied guidance for mindfulness tool, you take a day off from social media? Because while social media does connect us in a lot of ways, it is probably the largest source of toxicity that there is. This is where you see people spewing lies, doing things that are just unpleasant because of the anonymity of the internet, or complaining, seeking way more attention than anybody should actually need, or whatever else it is, this is a source of toxicity and toxic people. Taking a day off from social media might make you find that you feel better at the end of the day, that you're less stressed, that you're less frustrated and anxious because you haven't been exposed to the toxicity of social media. If this does have a positive impact on you, you might want to consider making a social media free day a regular weekly occurrence because this is a tool that you can use regularly and frequently for your better self-awareness. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can also follow me via Instagram at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Please take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from Fima Honey, the amazing creator of my cover art at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be.